Gemma from Grow Your Mindset. I'm here again for another Mindset and You interview. And this time I've got the mental health architect with me today, Dave Scholes. So welcome, Dave. I'm not going to say too much, but I would like you to just start with our first question, which is, who are you? Where do you come from? Brilliant. It's got, got a bit silly black, hasn't it? Early doors. Yeah, I like right. that. Yeah. Proper light blind day. <laughs> Love it. No problem. Right. Well, uh, as you said, I'm Dave Scholes and I'm from Mindsight. So this is going to get really confusing today, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, anything could happen. So, yeah, we're a social enterprise. We, um, we work all around various aspects of, of mental health and well-being very much around changing culture, very much around normalising conversations to do with kind of mental health and all aspects and just bringing it into society as a whole, whether that's business, education, charitable sector, or just the general lady or fella in the pub or the coffee shop needing some support, needing some help. That's what we do. Okay, so it's this normalisation of sort of mental health that you're really passionate about, yeah. but what else are you passionate about in your job? What are the best bits about what you do? Um, it's, I, I guess, I think, you know, we, we've chatted kind of over the last few months in, in various different guises. I, I find the thing that I'm meant to do, and, and that's, it seems such a floaty thing, even when I say, every time I say it, it sounds a bit odd. But I genuinely, on the back of a lot of stuff that's gone on with me and, and I guess my own personal journey, I have I found the thing that I feel I'm put on the planet to do, which when you find that makes every bit of it good. Even, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to be daft enough to go, there's nothing bad about the job that we do. You know, I don't like putting quotes together and nobody likes doing PowerPoints or anything like that and all those kind of things. But... I think when when you find the thing that you're supposed to do, that when you sit and take the time to realise that the previous years have all kind of helped you and shaped you to get to what you need to do. It's probably the same with you from a from an education point of view and seeing the the good stuff in that, but also the really negative stuff in that of going, do you know what? I'm here to help people. And I think if if that remains the philosophy of what you do and why you do it, it, it always there's, there's not many days where I don't have a positive in it. And I think if you can find the thing in work that you're meant to do and you love doing, mm. it, it becomes great every day. Mm. It can be tough, but it, you still have a bit of a get at the end of the day and go, wow, it's mine, this. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the thing we're creating. It's helping people. It's doing stuff. And yeah, yeah I mean, we've, you know, we've only been doing it for 12 months. So it's, it's, it's yeah, it's new, quite new. It? You're fresh and new, yeah. and I, I, but I yeah. totally get that. That just idea of that impact that you have um, sort of outweighs everything else. All the little bad niggly bits that go with yeah. running a business and, and 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 that sort of thing, but it outweighs it because it is like you say, it's what you're born born to do. You're yeah. here to help yeah. support others. There's nothing nothing better. Nothing better. There now, isn't. Not there, you mentioned there in your thing about your in your journey, and I know um, when I first met you, you you told us about this journey, which is absolutely incredible as to kind of how mindset mindset came to be. Yeah. So, yeah. can you tell us a little bit more about that journey um, for us, please, Dave? Absolutely. I mean, it, I'll try and not make the longest story in the world any longer. <laughs> um, so, my my background is that I I set up a creative design business. 
kind of 15, 16 years ago with my brother called Freckle, which obviously free marketing for a ginger lad. And within that journey, kind of got got to a point of getting a little bit bored of creative marketing and got into the world of social enterprise and charity. A friend of mine was setting up a business. They'd done all the usual charitable things of getting people that wanted to help people in the mix, got a bit of funding, but had done nothing with marketing or, or anything of that nature. And he said, do you, do you fancy just getting back involved with something to do with people? Because that's what I loved about the creative industry. It was about me sitting with customers and finding out what they wanted to achieve and helping them to achieve it. And again, as we're saying, then, you know, you, you don't realise sometimes where the things that you do actually fit into that. I wasn't interested in print and I wasn't really that interested in websites. I just wanted to help people create something that helped their business grow. Um, so I got into this this kind of charitable world and I was doing some volunteering myself but for another charity at the time that was supporting um, men primarily through all sorts of crisis situations using sport as a hook. So I went into this, this new charity, this new job on the first day and said, oh, look, I know you do befriending. I know you do these kind of things. I'm volunteering here. This would be a brilliant thing because you're not working with this particular target group. So the MD went, OK, you want to do it? Crack on. And, I, and I'd never done anything like that before. I'd volunteered and somebody else had led. So within about six months, we'd set up two centres to, to support this project. And I ended up with this very strange world of, a creative marketing business and delivering crisis support for ex-offenders and recovering addicts and, and guys that were going through homelessness and loss of job. And it, the, the two worlds seemed miles and miles apart. It was all a bit odd for quite a while, but I, I loved both aspects equally. And then in the midst of that, nine years ago, as you know, I, I lost my best mate to, to suicide, which just sent me left field it was just as you can imagine it was horrendous I, I just didn't know what to do with that and, and ended up on this this journey of my own mental health you know I'd had I guess I've always been quite an anxious individual but a lot of the things that maybe had stemmed under this came out more with me trying to work through this situation of losing somebody so close you know my best mate at uni I didn't see him as much, but when we when we saw each other, it was, you know, weddings and, and parties and things, it, and, and it just came left field, you know, he was life and soul of the party, and I had this journey of conversation with myself of going, what could I have done differently? Yeah. If I'd have said that then, would this have saved his life effectively? And as I started to do all this kind of stuff, I, I learned a lot more in and around mental health and, and well-being through my own journey and professional support and, and having great family and friends around me um, and, and just conversations over coffees and, and beers with mates that just said, Dave, I don't know what you're going through, but I'm here for you. Yeah. But in the midst of that, I, I was working with these lads that didn't have the same support network. With yeah. me. You know, they didn't have family, they didn't have friends. You know, I, I'd sat in doctor's surgery with lads that were getting told things and I knew that if I walked out the door, they had nobody and, yeah. and they couldn't process the information because they, they were too ill. Mm. You know, if, if somebody sits in your office self-harming and you're in a crisis team and, and ask for support and they tell you it's not a crisis, you've got to do something. Yeah. And yeah. I I got stuff right and I got stuff wrong. Um, 
and as, as we developed this journey, we kind of came across a lot of other businesses and social enterprises primarily and charities that were doing things for well-being, whether that was in school or whether it was in the charitable sector, whether it was in business, and got an opportunity to deliver some stuff with some large businesses. So I know you've done some work with the court. We did something with the court a couple of years ago yeah. where we just brought a lot of these different organisations together to, to deliver some stuff around culture. I didn't want to be workshop. I didn't want to be, let's just teach Barbara in HR to be a mental health first aider. And then she's got to go and save the world for 40 blokes in manufacturing that have never spoken about mental health ever. Yeah. But in, in my journey, I've looked at all the stuff that had worked for me and all the stuff that hadn't thought, I think I want to do this differently. And it just welled. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it got to a point of going, I don't think I can not do this. Yeah, yeah. Because there's something in me that needs to change this horrendous situation into something positive. You know, I, I talk about legacy a lot. I, I want this to succeed because something good has to come out of something tragedy. Yeah. So so tragic. Yeah, absolutely. So it it is. It, it's it, although it's quite new mindset. It's. The more I've sat down, and I think the more the people have reflected over lockdown, as I've done, the more I've realised, actually, this has shaped over probably the last nine or ten years to, to kind of get it to, to where it is today. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting because, obviously, you've had this experience of, you, of your own mental health. And Emma touched on that in our interview when we did cover my bubble and then um, yeah. I've just been speaking to Jackie Beer as well and her husband unfortunately um, was subject to suicide when she was in her 20s 30s and it's so interesting how each of you have seen it as let's make sure something good comes of this terrible situation yeah. whether that's helping others or um, supporting loved ones or whatever it is I just find that absolutely inspiring and I'm sure other people will do as well now you mentioned marketing in um, like that sort of where you started really and I I love this because um, I want you to tell us a bit about roast and toast now okay. because this is this is where I think your marketing fits in so well with okay. the and toast what's it all about right okay so we we i i plan to start my insight back in november of last year so this this point last year i i got this lovely little plan to to carry on doing some freelance work which we're doing with in the charitable sector and kind of create this nice little business of freelancing to support a variety of different organizations in managing assets and and developing their staff team to upscale in all sorts of different marketing. And it all kind of ended in about a week. So I had this lovely plan of doing that. I'll, I'll reduce the amount of time I'm doing on the freelancing to carry on doing mindset. And I'll build this nice business over six months and we'll launch in March. And all the organizations we're working for were trying to get funding to get somebody in to do the job that I was doing on the short term. And it all came in in the same week. And they all very politely went, Right, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. And I got to this stage of going, right, if I don't do it now, 
I've probably not got a better time to do it. You know, I'm not thinking about somebody else's website or somebody else's business or anything like that. So I went, right, let's let's have a go. The worst thing that will happen is I'll absolutely flop. It'll be entirely my fault. Or the best thing that'll happen is we, we could maybe help a few people. So I had this lovely plan, kind of brought everybody together that I'd met over the years in terms of well-being. I had a lot of conversations, built the business up, set the business up, planning to launch with live face-to-face delivery stuff in March of this year. And that went horribly wrong. Um, so I had, I mean, you know, as, as, as you know, working in the area of mental health, stuff just sneaks in. There's no postcode on this. There's no time scale on this. And I had two weeks. And I, I remember really clearly kind of back end of March going, the thing that I feel I'm designed to do in life has suddenly gone. I can't go to the places where I feel the most yeah. people are going, you know, we're not workplace well-being and we never will be because yeah. well-being is about life. Mm. But there are a lot of people in the workplace or there used to be at yeah. any one time. So we thought that that's the routine. And although we will use digital, it's all about face-to-face. We're always oh, conversational. Yeah, yeah. So I had this, this kind of meltdown of watching everybody else do the, top five tips for working from home and yeah. launching all their digital online products because they'd move really. I'm going, I'm not there yet. We weren't planning to do that. I've missed it. I've missed the thing that I meant to do. And I thought, well, hold on. How do they know the top five tips for working from home for me? And what the good tips for Monday were probably were irrelevant by Wednesday because yeah. something yeah. else had happened. I thought, right, what can we control? Well, we can control culture and the reason why we're doing this. And maybe we need to just ask some questions rather than just assuming what the answers yeah. are. So did the very logical thing, this is all I've got in my repertoire, Jen. I, I just go back to the logical and going, right, what worked? Well, having a pint and having a coffee work for me. Yeah. So maybe that'll work for other people. So why don't we create something where people can just come and have a conversation around kind of health, well-being, mental health, whatever you want to call it. So that's where roast and toast came from. It was literally the roast of the coffee bean, the toast of a beer. That's that's what we did. And kind of came up with the idea, you know, half nine on a Wednesday morning. That's what we do. And the first the first one we did, I just invited people that I knew. So my mum and dad were in, friends were in, um, my, my pal that died, his sister came and I invited her because I really wanted her to see what we were doing and, yeah. and, and to be to, to get it and to, to kind of, I needed her okay, I needed her yeah. okay to go, this is not, because you do have imposter syndrome, I'm going, right, am I using this situation for my own benefit? Yeah, yeah. And, and she said, no, you're not, you, you've got to. You know, I start off with this going, I want to save the world and I genuinely, genuinely mean it. And I'm not going to stop until until we do whatever that looks like. And whether that's one person's world or the whole world, I don't really mind. So I thought, right, how, how do we create this thing where people are going to be open? I don't want to do, right, this week we're going to talk about anxiety or this week we're going to talk about depression. I thought that wouldn't work for me. You know, I go out, have a pint with a mate before a game of football or before going to watch some football, and we just talk about life. All right, how do we create that comfort, but obviously in a forced environment? So I thought, right, I'll just tell my story. So that's what I did. Week one, 
opened up, did the whole thing, which I'm now used to doing anyway, so it's quite comfortable for me, which basically gave license for other people to do that. And thought, right, okay, we need to be a bit creative. We need to come in and, and introduce a topic. You know, I wanted to not be the authority on it, but I wanted to guide people in a direction and just provide them with tools and, and options and maybe our thoughts around what we've been through as, as me as an individual, me as a team, that might help somebody. Not, not to say these are the things that you must do, but this is the journey we went on. This is what worked. This is what didn't work. A few little tools and tips and a bit of a challenge for the week. So I just needed it to be a little bit more relaxed than maybe some of the stuff that I'd seen. So we changed the topics of, of, of what we did. So we did Courage the other week. Be less lion from the Wizard of Oz. Be more Liam Gallagher. And people were coming in going, what? What's, what's that got to do with anything? To... But actually, all we were talking about was having the courage to say that you're not doing okay. Yeah. And, and having the courage to say to somebody, how are you? And genuinely mean it so that you were on the journey. So we... We started this little thing called What's in Dave's Head, where I unpacked where the heck I've gone with this topic. And we've done things around music. We've done things around films. We've done, you know, I mean, we, we did we did a topic this week about grief and loss, yeah. which is a tough old topic. And, yeah. and, and But we looked at it not just around big loss. And obviously, you know, I, I know Emma that, that was on a, a little while ago with yourself. And, you know, her loss is huge. Yeah. But also the people with loss that are missing going out and, and seeing family and going to the yeah. supermarket. So we did this kind of big loss, little loss, stealthy fox, we called it, because it went, it went all a bit dance culture for a while. <laughs> but a lot of the things about loss that people experience at the moment are sneaking in. You know, they're the things that you realise you, you, you're struggling with loss and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of welled up. So, it was, you know, that's my thing. It, it kind of sneaks in that, in that stealthy like fashion. So people come in and going, this is actually quite comfortable. Yeah. And I think the benefit of it was that because we did it online, you can come in and, you know, we, we say come as you are, that's it. You can come in your pyjamas. We've now got a stage where people are bringing the breakfast in. Yeah. But you can come and just sit. So people have come in and, you know, they've messaged before and said, I need to come today, but I'm not going to contribute. And they just sit and they take it all in and, and they're responding and going, that's helped me, thanks very much. You can just chat in the chat. You can, you can, you know, the loud people we can manage, the quiet people we can bring in. We've done the breakouts, so it's smaller group. It's, yeah. it's just created this really safe space and the strength of it. I mean, I remember you guys asking me, "How have you done roast and toast?" And I said, yeah. "I don't know." Yeah. But I think on reflection, all we've done is create space for people to share. So there's no, you know. People say, is it networking? Like, no, there's, there's no labels, no titles. You know, we've had teachers in, with doctors, with wellbeing professionals. We had a lady in from QVC Shopping Channel the other week that nobody knew about. And it's just, you know, all these people shouldn't be in the same space. Yeah. But they've all got their own story. It's yeah. all valuable. So the story of the doctor is as valuable as the story of the graduate. And what relates to one person doesn't necessarily relate to another. So what what we've created is this just, I guess, the culture and mindset, you know, the last, although this is nine years in the making, the last six months of doing this as we have done has shaped everything that that we will deliver. 
yeah. in the future. Ab absolutely, you know, it's changed. Because Roast and Toast will always be a live event. That's what we want to do with it. Yeah. But how we will do it has changed massively based on the success of the online. Yeah. It has to reflect that. It has to be as comfortable. We'll always do it in a coffee shop or a bar. Why? Because people are comfortable there. We might put a band on. We, if you want to sit at the bar with a pint, you can. If you want to contribute, you can. Um, but it's also shaped how we'll actually deliver this stuff into the workplace and into charity because it will always be about connecting. You know, you know, we talk about the six connections of care and all this kind of stuff. It will always be about those underlying things that allow people to support the people around them without being a professional, but knowing where the professional support is. And yeah, the last six months, we've just done that. You know, we've done the hashtag 52 stuff. We're popping just things out all the time that just come into my head, really. And they seem to be landing. Yeah. I'm if, if you ever get the opportunity to go to a roast and toast, I would highly recommend it. Um, and it's like Dave said, there's just such an array of people there. And that's what fascinated me the first time that I went was the diversity of the, the audience that were there. And also how it was, I mean, you've said come as you are, and it so is come as you are. Although the first one I came to, I remember distinctly, it was something to do with ruby slippers. So because not many of us have ruby slippers, it was sparkly socks. So we all yeah. have to show our sparkly socks. Yeah. <laughs> Which is brilliant. And it's just that kind of really, like you say, chilled out, relaxed. You know, no, those people I've met a few times, but I feel very comfortable in their, in their presence. There's no judgment. And the bit I love the best is you ask us how you know what we think in terms of you know how do we manage anxiety how do we manage grief how do we manage courage what are our tips and they're all valued and yeah. appreciated and you know no idea is a bad idea and there's so many ideas you've there's there's something for everyone isn't there i just think it's a, a really yeah, and I think, you know, I've always said from the off, you can't save the world on your own. So I've always, the, you know, the mindset with this, this will be about partnership, it will be about relationship with experts and, and with people that have just been through stuff. You know, Roast and Toast has been brilliant because people have interacted with each other beyond what what we do. You know, yeah. conversations are taking place, you know, the, the links shouldn't work. But, but they do and you know I, I'm probably the biggest sufferer of imposter syndrome that I know you know I sit here going have I got that right do I know enough you know I, I start this going do I need to be a counsellor do I need to train to be a counsellor do I need to train to be a psychologist because all these people have got qualifications yeah the Mindsight logo is designed around a pair of Adidas trainers why because they wear Adidas trainers and I like them and the, the concept of yeah, yeah and, and it is you know when we did the ruby slippers one we had we had the image of the ruby slippers and then we had a, an image of adidas trainers because it was all about walking in your shoes and understanding the shoes of the person that you were talking to you know and the more we've done this the more i've realized actually that the strength that i've got which i thought was the weakness of not having the professionalism is actually the thing that's been really attractive to people that you know when i've done radio when i've done podcasts like this people going it's really nice to hear a normal lad from yeah. burnley if there is if there is such a thing talking 
so openly and so normally around mental health. And I think that's where we fit as mindset of the gap. There's a lot of people promoting starting the conversation. And there's a lot of people promoting the experts at the end, you know, the Samaritans in mind and all these brilliant people. Yeah. Not a lot of people talking about the journey in the middle. Because yeah. I know from my own personal experience, I've been to doctors that have been the worst option for me on the planet because they just didn't get me. Yeah. And I've come back into a world where people have had to go, right, let's let's go again. Let, it's probably just about the individual, not about the scenario. You know, I've been to yeah. counselling that, that worked brilliantly for me, but I've also been to stuff that didn't work. Yeah. You know, one yeah. breathing exercise will work for one, it won't work for another. Exactly. Mindfulness yeah. looks different to everybody. So it's got to be about the thing that fits. And I I think I've now got to a point, I said to somebody, I, I spent the first probably three months of mindset trying to put somebody else at the front of this. Yeah. So I was used to working for somebody else and somebody else is that, you know, I set up the radio interview and put somebody else on it. Yeah, yeah. And and it took me about six months to get to the point of going, as everybody kept saying, Dave, it's yours. You've got to front it. Nobody else can sell this like you. I'm going, I believe in it. It's not that I don't believe in it, but I don't want to be that. I'm not, I think in the last, probably only last month, I've gone, right, I get this. I get what this is. Yeah. And it has to be this. And it be very marmite some people you know if i walk into a business and go yeah, yeah we're all about flipping the focus and we want to do well-being like the swag with the gallagher brothers people are going to go what but actually when you break it down yeah. it's not you know the swaggery stuff isn't isn't around cockiness it's about yeah. educating head to know the stuff but engaging the heart to switch on and do it because yeah. that's that's a, it takes a lot of guts to say you're not doing okay and and we're just trying to come into that space which i think is massive that i think people aren't focusing on and saying to people it's okay to start this conversation and work through it together um you know i mentioned six connections before that that's a really simple thing that we put into place the idea being that everybody that we speak to so today and everybody that's watching this i i saw a thing around um six degrees of separation i don't know whether you you're familiar with that it basically yeah. said you Six, six connections from anybody on the planet. Separation sounded a bit nasty. I, I thought we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll make it into something that seems a little bit better. So technically in six connections, you can help anybody on the planet. I, I like the idea of being able to help beyond saying six conversations. That floats my boat. I think, you know, anybody that you can help, brilliant. But I thought, no, it needs to be more local. It needs to be closer. So what yeah. if we encourage every person that we speak to, whether it's a delivery or to you today, to go and have six positive conversations around mental health with people in their world. So, you know, it might be to say that you're not doing great and, and just to let people know that can they be there for you. It might be the other way around to say to people, look, I'm here for you if you're not doing great. Or it might just be, you know, I picked this thing up today on this course thing that we did around mental health and well-being. It's really working for me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can try it. So that's what we've done we've just done all that kind of stuff that sits in the background and created i think the best brand i've ever created for anything ever because it's just cultural and yeah. normal yeah you know, it's attracting people roast and toast now is bringing people in every week that i've never met the first yeah. few weeks i was kind of going come on friends come and help us with this i thought you'd die in four weeks and there's people finding it on linkedin or finding it through six connections or hashtag 52 that we're doing all these kind of things and people are going 
but coming in on week one going this is this is brilliant and I'm like good thanks thanks very much <laughs> it is it's absolutely incredible now we're, we're sort of coming on to the, the big C now because uh-huh. we are very passionate about what we do. And, you know, a lot of, there are a lot of connections between your philosophy and, and ours, um, whether it be in education, whether it be in business. And obviously we've been faced with March, which obviously affected you in terms of where do I go now with, with mindsight because I wasn't expecting this coming. Has there been any other challenges that have, have crept up because of COVID and lockdown and have, that have sort of affected either your mindset or family? Um, and, and how have you overcome those challenges? I think my biggest challenge has been me. Yeah. I think in all of this, I, I've created something that's a lot bigger than me. And I, and I, didn't, mean, I didn't mean to, it was an accident. Um, but I think I've gone, I've gone through a huge, I mean, I've gone through a massive journey myself over the last 12 months, Pro- probably in a, in a very different way as much as I have over the last kind of nine, 10 years of this being so important to me. Yeah. You get those days where you're going, it's not working. Yeah. I've messed it up. Yeah. And getting those days of, not wanting to do this on your own and you know when you say the things like we are about partnership you know i've i've had to learn to work differently yeah i've had to i've had to have a real serious word with myself about kind of not putting too much into this um and i think that's been it it's it's been a bit of a roller coaster you know i've I've had weeks where it's been tough i've had weeks where i've just gone i don't think i can do this Yeah, yeah i don't i genuinely don't think that and I've created it. It's my own daft silly fault for kind of going so big. If I'd have started with, I'm going to save Burnley, that might, that would have been an easier thing. But <laughs> if if we ever change our philosophy of we want to save the world, then it'll get too small. You know, I'm not daft enough to think that we'll do it tomorrow. But actually with partnerships, with conversations with people like yourself who are working in a different sector, to us but yeah. working in the same way with the same heart and the same philosophy then actually those relationships will affect Burnley and will affect Lancashire and will affect the northwest you know I I've had to fight that a, a, a lot and as I said with all the other stuff I've had to tap back into the things that really helped me through my previous journey in and around yeah. mental health and that's taken me back into some stuff that maybe I didn't want to go back into. Yeah. But what I've realised is I've still got the great family. And, but what I have got now, which has been really different, is all these people within the roast. And, I mean, we've had 250-odd people come through roast and toast in the last 20 weeks or whatever we've done. There's people that have come into this that are now friends that I didn't know six months ago that have only come through this because of what we're doing and you know on the days where I go this is too big I've got my own six connections I've, I've had you know I'm practicing what I preach I have to I've got people yeah. that give me a kick up the backside I've got people that give me a cuddle <laughs> I've got the people that go Dave you're doing this is okay whatever your head's telling you because that's the worst thing isn't it with mental health yeah. you can't get to a point where you can focus on things 
and people are going, you are doing this well. Whatever you're telling yourself, and, and you, you've got to go back and reflect on things and, you know, as, as the sun disappeared and the rain turned up and everybody got the, the usual syndromes that you get when the weather turns, but with the fact that you can't go out and see people and you can't yeah. do all these things, you know, yeah. and I think that's that's what's been my biggest challenge yes. in, in all of it. The, the, the mindset stuff has never not excited me and it's doing things I didn't eat. I mean, honestly, in the next yeah, three yeah. months, some of the stuff we're about to throw out is let's so left field. It's I don't think it's even left field, you know, <laughs> it, it, as, the, as, the, as the friends quote says I've, I've crossed the line i've gone so far over the line i can't even see the line anymore but that's always remained yeah. really exciting but it's been this can you front it have you got enough in it have you got yeah. can you do this and you have to go back to your six connections you've got to go back to self-care you know our model is i we and us if you're not doing okay you can't help other people and, oh, exactly. and if you've got somebody alongside you then actually as a group, as most, you can go and help the all. You know, we want this to go into community. We want to be able to do big stuff, but that will only come from me being okay and yeah. the people around me being okay. Definitely. Then you can start to take stuff on, can't you? you know, that, and that's that's that'll always be our philosophy. So yeah, biggest challenge, me, and I think it probably always will be. And do you know what? I do not think you are on your own with that one at all. And I think, you know, it's been good for you to kind of, share that because i know there'll be people watching or listening to this that'll be thinking do you know what it, it's me as well but i've been a bit too scared to say so yeah. but you know you've you've been able to to articulate that and it's it's again that this is normal this is what's happening every day we need to have these conversations about mental health and this is why you've come in a year so where is mindsight going to be in five years' time? What are you, are you going to have, have, have conquered the world by then? Do you think, Dave? <laughs> do you know what? If we carry on building relationships like we are doing, maybe so. Maybe yeah. so. I think, I think it it will be heading in the right direction. It, it's got a few different strands to it. Mindsight. We we've always said that we want to impact in the areas where it's needed most in the most normal fashion. You know, at the start of this year, I challenged myself to, to be in a book, be on TV and, and be on the radio, which, I mean, again, the, the way I talk today, I'm sure people go, oh, it's really confident, it's all fine, but I hated stuff like that. It wasn't yeah. my thing at all. So I'm classing this as TV, there's a screen and I'm going with that. But yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been in a book and I've been on radio and I actually love it. I, I, love, I love the conversation. I've done a lot of video stuff, you know, as you do with your social media. I hate doing the solo stuff. It feels totally unnatural. Yeah. This, this I like. So I'd, my, my heart from mindset is that the, the six connections model that we've got is the thing that works. Yeah. You know, in five years time, somebody comes back and says, you know, somebody talked to me about six connections and, and it changed the way I do things. It changed my family. It changed a decision maybe that I was going to make that would have been extremely negative to something that, that gave me a bit of hope that stems back to a conversation with a lad from Burnley. Brilliant. But <laughs> I guess my heart and mindset is that those in five years time, those six connections conversations will be happening. And I don't know anything about them because if I don't know anything about them, 
it, it, it's it's working. So yes, we'd like to impact the business world. Yes, we'd like to get into education. I've got a real heart to get into the sporting arena and, and support yeah. that because that's again another passion of mine. You know, even only recently, you know, you're seeing situations where there's a young lad taking his own life because he's been released by a football club. That's that's not right. That's that's not. Yeah for me something that's acceptable in society and in five years time we'll be bigger but we'll have another massive massive plan because the amount of stuff that's happened in the last 12 months if that happens every 12 months for the next five years i haven't got a clue what this is going to be but we'll stick to what we know roast and toast will still exist if people want it the cultural model will still underlie what we're doing you know and, and i think I'm really open with this. I'm, I'm really open in terms of partnership, but I'm also really open in what it becomes because we talk about flipping the focus and if workplace well-being in the traditional sense isn't what people need, then we won't do it. You know, if, if this needs to be delivered in a coffee shop, then that's what we'll do. If it needs to be in a supermarket, that's that's what we'll do. So it's, I think what we've learned over the last number of months is the culture is the most important thing about mindset. What what the product is, for want of a better word, is a bit irrelevant. Because yeah. if you get the culture and you get your brand, everything that we deliver and however we deliver it will be the same, will have the same ethos. It will be about people over profit for a business. Yeah. But it will be about people all the time in wherever we go. And, yeah, wherever we can shout loudest, that's what we're going to do. So watch this space. Oh, I've always fancied myself on, yeah, I think I'd like to do a talk show. I've always fancied that, I've decided. Okay, we'll have to, we'll have to get into that and, and see what we can do there. But yeah, that would be brilliant, definitely. Now, you've taught Mindsight, you've taught Roast and Toast, you've taught Flip the Focus, uh, Be More Liam. If yeah. people are really interested or want to get in touch with you, Dave, what do they need to do now? Yeah, so we... We decided the connection was always going to be our big thing. So all our social media is Mindsight Connect. So if you want to connect across LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those things, that's that's what we are, Mindsight Connect. If you want to come to Roast and Toast, just for the whole security element, it, it's an invite-only thing, but everybody is welcome. Just drop us a message on any of those channels or send us an email to connect at mindsight.org.uk mindsight.org.uk is the website so there's a lot of information on there and there's a contact form if people want to get in touch um but we just love to have conversation you know whether that's conversation to support somebody or somebody just saying you know there's somebody in my world that i want to help or i'm just interested in this subject i need to know more i need to upskill myself i need to get a few tips for myself tips for somebody else i need to connect with people like you that are working in a different sector to us I just want to get to a place where I think if somebody comes into our door with something going on, we have the solution. You know, and I'm not saying we'll pinpoint, but we'll have so many options and so many people around to be able to say, you know what, this person's brilliant at that, go and have a conversation. This person's yeah. brilliant at that, go and have a conversation. Yeah. We want to give people choice. I'd like to be the pick and mix of well-being. If you come through the door you don't walk out the door without us being able to say 
this will help you on your journey, whether that's step one or step 26, and we'll always be here when you come back. That that's our offer, you know. We've we've just launched this ambassadors thing. We yeah. we launched twenty people, you know, twenty people that I didn't really ask to do this. It was people that just said, "What can we do? How can we talk about mindset more?" We love roast and toast. It's the only thing in our diary. What can we do to help? I said, "Right, okay, let's let's talk about this a lot. Let's." So we launched twenty ambassadors a few weeks ago. We've got thirty thousand different views on LinkedIn you can't I couldn't create that on my own I haven't got that level of influence but what I've realized is different people influence different people mm. so if we can just help people to be that conversation of care with friends or family you know the kids the the lads in the pub whatever it is then I think that's what we'll always always do that'll be our role and it's like you say, Roasting Toast is a brilliant space. If, if nothing else, it's a great start for Wednesday morning. I think it'll get too big soon and we'll have to do a few, so there'll be other options. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I didn't expect to have a business called Roasting Toast, but I think we'll probably have to put a freelance modelling for that as well and live shows and on tour and, you know, yeah, yeah the ideas are there. It's exciting, definitely. Well, I will definitely be seeing you at a Roast and Toast very soon. Um, thank you so much for today. It's been absolutely brilliant talking to you about your and your journey and, and whatnot. So you go and take care. Have a wonderful day. And we will catch up definitely very, very soon. You too. Thanks, Gemma. Appreciate it.